0: This is the Locked On Jets podcast here on this Sunday evening. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com, here today to break down a wild New York Jets victory. The Jets beat the Giants 13-10 in overtime at MetLife Stadium. The Jets improved their record to 4-3 and three on the season, and believe it or not, this team is on a three-game winning streak, a game that frankly seems lost with less than 30 seconds left. But the Jets, in two plays, go 58 yards to get into field goal range. Greg Zorline kicks the field goal as time expires in regulation. And then the Jets put together a drive in overtime to win it. Zerline, again, adds a field goal. I don't even know what to say after a win like this. I feel like a win like this tends to be very controversial in the fan base because there are people who are going to be happy that the team won. There are also going to be people who are unhappy because there was a lot to not not like about the Jets' performance. If you know me, you know I tend to be on the more positive side because to me a win's a win in the NFL. You know, you only get 17 games. They're not all going to be pretty. In fact, sometimes you have to figure out how to win when you're not at your best. And I think about an analogy from baseball, actually a different sport, but there's an old manager in baseball, Buck Showalter, who just recently, most recently managed the the New York Mets. But back in the nineties, he was the manager of the Yankees, the other baseball team in New York. And the Yankees acquired this outfielder, Ruben Sierra and Buck Showalter did not like Ruben Sierra's approach at the plate. And the general manager, Gene Michael told Showalter, you know, if you don't like watching him, just look down when he's at the plate, don't watch him and look at the stats at the end of the season. And that's something I think about after a win like this, because nobody's going to say this was a pretty game. Nobody's going to say this was a great performance, especially on offense by the New York Jets. I think, actually, the defense and special teams unit should be pretty happy with how they played. But it, it was an ugly offensive performance. I mean, quite frankly, if the Jets play this way on offense 20 times, they may lose 19 games, but it doesn't matter. You know, it didn't have to look pretty. In the NFL, we are in the wins and losses business. And the New York Jets found a way to win. Like they were, of course, they were helped there by the Giants. Brian Dable made some incomprehensible coaching decisions along the way, including you know, letting Graham Gano go out there and kick a field goal on fourth and short with less than a half minute left. But you know what? I've watched the Jets lose a lot of horrible games through the years. And I'm never going to apologize for a win. And beyond that, this was a key win for the Jets. First of all, this win counts for the rest of the season. You bank another win, you're four and three, you're on a three game winning streak. But beyond that, there was a point where it seemed like the Jets were going to lose. I would have to imagine if you look at the win probabilities through this game, it was probably like in the high 90% the Giants were going to win you know, with a half minute left to go in this game. And the storylines from this game would be so different. Uh, you, know, you, can, you can be unhappy with how the Jets played on offense, but the bottom line is that the biggest storyline from this game is going to be the Jets won and they got to four and three and they got another victory and they banked another win as they try and make the playoffs this year. If the Jets had lost this game, well, storyline number one would be about the offense, but it would really, first among that would be the play of Zach Wilson, who was frankly terrible in this game for the first 59 and a half minutes and then made some incredible throws to get the Jets into field goal range and then made a couple big plays in the overtime period. It was, this, was not a, this was not a winning quarterback performance by any stretch of the imagined Most weeks by Zach Wilson, you usually can't wait till there's 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter to start making plays. But you know what? We're not going to worry about that because now the story is going to be Zach Wilson's the hero. And I think that that can have a psychological impact on on a quarterback. You know, he's not going to have to listen all week about how you know he's he messed the game up. You know, it would be all over the media. You'd be hearing all oh, Zach Wilson is he the answer? Now, now we're going to hear about how Zach Wilson's the hero. And I think that that's an important thing for Zach Wilson, number one. But beyond that, you know, I don't know how this would have played with the defense after they played. You know, they had a couple boneheaded penalties on the one touchdown drive the Giants had, but defense otherwise dominated the Giants on offense. You don't know what it, what the dynamics would have been in the locker room. But beyond that, it, if the Jets had lost this game, it would have felt like, you know, I, I was thinking like as at the point where I thought the Jets were going to lose the game, all I could think of was that it kind of felt like six weeks worth of quality football were going down the drain. Like, you know, it's like they fought so hard to survive those first six weeks. We knew they had to get those, just get through those first six weeks with 500. And then you lose to the Giants and it feels like you just have the air taken out of your sails. And it's not always going to be pretty in this league. You know, you're not always going to be thrilled with how your team gets to a win. The important thing is not that necessarily that you you play a beautiful brand of football every single week. The important thing is just figuring out how to end up with more points than your opponent. So I understand, you know, listen, I have concerns about this offense going forward, especially we're talking about all the injuries on the offensive line. I have concerns about Zach Wilson's play. He, you know, I don't think he can wait. 59 and a half minutes to start playing well and have that being a sustainable recipe for winning. But at the end of the day, you know, you can debate these things. You can come away from a victory not being thrilled with everything about the Jets' performance. But this certainly beats the alternative because I think about the alternate universe where the Jets lost this game. I think about how ugly this week would have been for this football team. And, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of talk about the Jets just figuring out ways to win. You know, maybe there's something to that. But more than anything else, sometimes a a loss like this can set you on a very bad path. And it was about it became about avoiding a really bad loss. This would have been a horrible loss for this team. I mean, they they would have lost if they, you know, the Giants did. I think completed a pass or two in overtime, but the Jets were on the verge of losing a game where they did not allow a completion in the entire second half. That's the type of loss that can set you on a very bad path. Avoiding that and getting a win instead—I don't care how it looks—you got to be happy with that. You got to be happy with that on some level. You can be. You can say some. You can say that there are things that we got to fix. That's absolutely true. It's absolutely fair. But you know what? The important thing is getting a win. Now, head you on the Locked Jets podcast, we're going to talk about some of the heroes of this win. There were a number, of, a number of players. In fact, I think two of the three units were really good for the Jets in this game. We'll talk about the heroes as we continue the Sunday edition of Locked Jets. This episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players who are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Well, I don't need to tell you about Garrett Wilson. He was one of the heroes of this game for the Jets. Garrett and Brees Hall were the two guys who provided the Jets almost all of their big plays. And coming off this game, he's going to face the Chargers in Week 9. You can start spreading the news. Garrett's going to get, put, put up big numbers against the Chargers secondary next week as the Jets look to win their fourth straight game. Garrett's a great talent, and the Jets are ne- back to using him as a dominant number one receiver. Look for him to keep coming through with his best all-around game yet in fantasy in 2023. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows the championship team is all about each player being a perfect fit. The same goes for your vehicle. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at those prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay is Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode of Locked on Jets is brought to you by DoorDash. When you're celebrating a Jets overtime victory, you don't want to have to cook. You just want to be able to sit back and have your food delivered to you. And if you're in the New York area, you should know that the number one ordered restaurant on DoorDash last week was Daily Provisions. Danny Mayer's small collection of all-day cafes started with a little bakery and gourmet go-to shop adjacent to his flagship Union Square Cafe in 2017. As he opened each location, Upper West Side, West Village, and Hudson Yards, he curated the shops to meet the needs of the neighborhood. Whether that meant good coffee and pastries, high-quality ingredients to cook from home, loaves of long-fermented sourdough bread with smoked salmon spread, or prepared lunches for events. You can order that. You can order lots of great restaurants on DoorDash. It's the best way to get your food after a Jets victory. And now you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 on your first order. Download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKS 23 Subject to chain, change, terms apply. Again, that's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKS 23 It's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D, number two, number three. Subject to change, terms apply. This is the Locked On Jets podcast on this Sunday, recapping a Jets overtime victory, 13 to 10 over the Giants. Hey, I got one right on Thursday when I picked... This game, I said it would be Jets 13, Giants 10. So for once, I actually I actually nailed the prediction. It was an unbelievable game to watch. Uh, lots of heroes for the New York Jets. In fact, I think two of the three phases were excellent for the Jets in this game. The defense committed some dumb penalties, especially on the one Giants touchdown drive in the second half. But you know what? That was the one Giants touchdown drive all game. That was the Those were the only points the Jets gave up all game. Giants had 10 points. Three of them were gifted on an early fumble in the first quarter, and the Jets' defense held him and held the Giants out of the end zone. Jets gave up one touchdown all game. I mean, you know something? If the Jets had somehow lost this game, that would have been the story. A lot of people would have been upset with the defense, and listen, they committed a lot of dumb penalties. In fact, the Jets were penalized too much in this game. I know Jets fans are always upset with the officiating. I know Jets fans feel like the officials aren't on their side. Jets committed a lot of penalties in this game. I don't think any of them were unfair. And on the one Giants touchdown drive, I mean, a bad penalty on Quincy Williams, a bad penalty on Jermaine Johnson. But you know something? Other than that, the Jets defense was locked down. It was it, They dominated the Giants. And I know the Giants had a difficult situation at quarterback. I know the Giants' play calling was ridiculous in this game. I mean, if I'm a Giants fan, I'm furious with Brian Dable over the way he approached this game. And it, it, But that's a, that's a story for locked on Giants. So we'll, we'll let Patricia handle that. The Jets defense came out and played lights out football. But beyond that, and this was something, another thing that we talked about heading into this game, one of the reasons I liked the Jets in the close game was the special teams. We know Jets' special teams have been great all season long. Jets were phenomenal on special teams in this game. You know, Greg Zorline made both of his kicks, and they were both pressure kicks. You know, they were both inside 35 yards. So those are, even in pressure situations, you expected to make those kicks, even in bad weather, but he made them. The start of the game for the Jets, and there aren't many games where I say the punter May have been the most valuable player, but Thomas Morstead in the game where there wasn't much offense, in the game where field position was paramount, Morstead punted eleven times. The Jets forced them, forced him to punt eleven times because their offense couldn't get anything going. In the rain, he averaged forty eight point one yards on the, on these kicks, and a couple times he pinned the Giants deep. In fact, the Jets' first touchdown was set down was set up by a Morstead punt because it essentially it started a sequence where they pinned the Giants deep in their territory. The Jets forced a quick. A, a quick punt by the Giants back. Jets got the ball in excellent field position, and then the first quarter. And then Zach Wilson hit Brees Hall, and Brees took a took a, the catch fifty yards for a touchdown. That was the that was the Jets' only touchdown in the game. And on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, there were there were two guys who, to the extent the Jets could do anything on offense, it was typically either Garrett Wilson or Brees Hall. Brees broke that fifty yard touchdown in the in the first quarter. G- Garrett Wilson seven catches for a hundred yards, and a couple of the key catches. You know, the one on the drive that. Tied the game, another on the drive that won the game. Jets could not generate much out of their passing game in this one, at least the first 59 minutes and 30 seconds. Garrett Wilson really stepped up in this game, and to the extent the Jets had any life on offense, it was – In the passing game it was about him and it was about freeze because there was there was a lot of ugliness on offense zach wilson did not play well the jets obviously dealt with a lot of injuries along the offensive line forced them to reshuffle their line a couple of times the jets had to play three centers in this game i mean you can one of those centers you know when he came into the game the third center um xavier newman you know the first exchange between him and zach wilson was a fumble that, that the jets lost uh so there was there were a lot of issues for the Jets on offense in this game. Alan Lazard had a bunch of drops. Tyler Conklin failed to come up with some catches he could have made. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, the two guys that, to the extent the Jets were kept in this game, these were the two heroes on offense for the Jets. So I think, you know, it's kind of funny because a lot of Jets fans will have negative feelings about this game. But you know, at the end of the day, defense played really well. Special teams played really well. You had two guys on offense play really well. It was enough. You know, it may not be enough most weeks, but it was enough to win this one. Anyway, that's all for this special Sunday night recap edition of Locked on Jets. We'll be back tomorrow. This is a daily podcast covering the New York Jets. We have new episodes each day, Monday through Friday through the week, and then bonus episodes like this one as needed. We're going to have our full recap tomorrow. Can't wait to speak with you then. Until Monday, enjoy your night. Enjoy this Jets victory.